Welcome back to another edition of the Fired Up Podcast, our first May podcast of this year. We've got intern Eric back in studio. What's up? Uh, we missed you two weeks ago with our um, expert host, Nate. Yeah, I don't think you missed me that much. He was pretty sweet. Yeah, did you listen? Yeah. Did you get some tips and tricks? I wish I had a creaky chair like him, though. Could you hear it? Every time. Like, <laughs> he did like First the... I was like, man, is that his like, cat or something? And I was like, oh, I think I know. Because it's like you'd ask him a question and he'd take a second. It's like, oh, I know exactly what Nate's doing. Just <laughs> <laughs> just lean him back. Just pulling a big old fat Joe. Just lean back. Lean back. So you're back. Yeah. How was Coachella? Man, tired. Uh, it was a good time, though. Okay. Never been to that festival. Um, I think what everyone's told me, which I think is completely true, it is the best put on festival known. Like mankind. production value. Oh, man. The value that you get, like the amount of money that you pay, which is a lot, by the way. People talk about it being like the richest freaking thing in the world. I completely agree with that. But uh, just the venue is really well thought out. The food options are fantastic. The beer gardens, I actually was annoyed by it at first, but it actually filtered out a lot of people and allows you to like, hey, I'm going to get a good drink and the lines aren't that long. So the one good thing that I noticed about Coachella is that it's – it's better than outside lands because the beer is contained, and so you don't have a bunch of drunk people. Well, you do, but they're not walking around beers within the actual festival. So if you want to drink, you stay in the beer garden, of which, from that area, you can see whichever stage you want to see. And so it, it's better for the festival because it's more segregated into really drunk people that want to and people that actually want to see music and get really close. And so it's a nice, I think... Uh, it's just a better way to do it, and I almost wish that Outside Lands would do that as well. But It's just not how, spread out enough to do it. So if it's like you said where you're in the beer garden and you can see each stage, I mean, you can't hear each Sorry, stage. Sorry, what, be... what I meant was that there is a stage near each beer garden. So, oh, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. So the Sahara tent will have at the very back of a it part garden. of a beer tent. And you can't leave with beers? Nope. No, you cannot. And, but Which I thought was annoying at first. You know what? That's how you curb underage drinking. Yeah, they do a great job, and you can still hear it, so you don't have to get really close. So the people that are in and really close, you know that it's like, that's some diehard shit. They want to be there. They want to be close. And if you want to drink, you go, and the picnic tables are open. You can you can sit down and actually just relax, enjoy it. It is hot, so you need to like relax every few hours. And... That was clutch. That's so what nice. I realized. It's like, man, Outside Lands leaves you high and dry to just sit on the grass. Like They had a ton of tables, and it's like... People are really nice about it. You just sit there and hang out. We sat there one time for like a good 40 minutes just in between sets, you know? You talk to people. Up. Yeah. You talk to – everybody's just there to have a good time, and, and it's not crowded um, because there are no real lines because I think the only real time to be crowded is kind of in between sets if everything's dead, and it's never like that. I never realized with Outside Lands how far it is to exit, but my God, Coachella, it's like – Dude, it's like a mile. No, it's like a half mile to get out. Walking to your house at Coachella is a lot like walking from Golden Gate Park, uh, Twin Pe- not Twin Peaks, the Land's End, all the way to my house in Knob Hill. That's, that's what it feels that's like. That's basically the walk. It's all flat, so it's easier, but that's the walk that you're doing. It's, it feels Because you far. walk a mile to get out, and then you have to walk a mile to your house, usually. So, yeah, it can be quite drastic. Real quick, before we dive into our bracket from this week that I haven't even introed, my goodness. Top three acts. Oh, man. Eminem was up there. That was sick. Okay. Close it out. Dude, Uh-oh. 50 Cent came out and Dr. Dre came out. That's pretty sick. I would never see them live otherwise, so that I thought that was pretty cool. Um, a group consensus that we went with, Dioro. Ah. For our DJ. 
He goes know? hard. Friday night, unexpected. We're just like, hey, man, we're going to see him for that like five-hour song, and holy crap, he brought the party. Um, spoiler alert, Cash Cash kind of sucked. What? I think they really set him up for failure. Can't have a DJ set on Friday at 3 p.m. when it's fully sunny and not a lot of people are in there. Just not the right vibe. Yeah. Ooh, 3 p.m.? Yeah, dude. Not it's hard the right to go vibe. hard. Not the right vibe. Um, and then last, man, Portugal the Man was so sick. Oh, how can I forget? Odessa was really cool, but that's like standard. Everyone knows that was cool. Portugal the Man really shocked me. Um, they're just a great band live. Holy crap, they never stopped. They transitioned songs with other songs. Uh, did they play the It's Always Sunny Daywalker? Or I, not, uh, not <laughs> whatever it's called? Nightman. Nightman. Not Daywalker. Not sure what that is, but... Nightman, bringer of the day, man. No, I don't think so. No. But they ended with Champion Hey Jude. of the sun. <laughs> it's so great. They ended with Hey Jude. And, Ooh. Uh, cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And I think the fav- my favorite comment of that whole set was Kenji, who just doesn't really know Portugal the man other than that one song. He's like, man, I just took the time to like look around. And he's just like, it's exactly like Dave Chappelle's skit with the barbershop and John Mayer. And it's like when a white guy comes in and plays a guitar and everyone just sways. It's like that's literally what everyone was doing in the crowd. That boy Kenji. It was good. Kenji with a nice reference. You know, that's when you go to those shows that you or people and you're following a group, that's when you can kind of appreciate the environment and, and what's going on and like, my God, they put this thing on. This is extravagant and huge and crazy. And did you have any cocktails while you were there at all? Uh we had a couple of vodka Red Bulls. Which were eighteen dollars, dude. It's like shoot Vegas. Me in the face. Yeah, uh, Kenji decided to go get an old fashioned. Ooh. By the way, which I thought was hilarious. And it's what like, time, oh, how good was what that? What time of the day was that? At? This was like a Sunday at like five. He was just like, oh, I'm so sick of beer. Let me get a cocktail. It's like, oh, is that any That's good? Weird. He's like, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Why I expected that? It's a tough setting for an old fashioned. Ask right this there. like eighteen year old to make you an old fashioned in a tent. Yeah, on the third day of Coachella. <laughs> They hate their, they hate themselves. You hate yourself. Everybody wants to leave, but you got to stay. Uh, well, that's exciting. You're back. Um, we're gonna talk some basketball. The Dubs are obviously Curry's coming back. That's big news. We'll talk about it at the end. So you got to stick around all the way to end to get our sweet NBA playoff hot takes, which I know Drew really loves. And um, let's get into our bracket because this Saturday, one of the great three minutes in sports or whatever they call it, the Kentucky Derby. Now, we don't have any crazy picks other than the horse Gronk picked, which is actually out now. But because of the Kentucky Derby and because of the well-known mint juleps that are served, gosh, how many mint juleps are you, do you think are served in Kentucky this weekend? Just 79 million. Okay, what percentage of drinks in Kentucky this weekend? 79%. I hate you guys. I think I know JD's favorite number. In this, in this one day, it's got to be like 20x times the amount of regular mint julep can we go every other day can we, we go to kentucky derby one time i would love to go i mean my bachelor party is going to be at coachella but maybe we could do the second one is it really Parlay it? No, i mean i don't Parlay know coachella day 25 <laughs> just keep it going for kentucky two weeks derby. okay and because of the, the kentucky derby what we've got today is a bracket of 16 cocktails that are delicious and we are going to whittle them down to our favorite now there were some criteria to being on this list. One, it has to have a real name. So the playing game was probably gin and tonic versus eh, probably just gin and tonic. Jack and Coke. Jack Red and Bull, Coke. Red Bull vodka. Red Bull vodka. Things um, like that that don't have real names. Whiskey diet. Yeah, can't can't do that. No, nah, whiskey gingers yeah, doesn't if, count. If you give it to a 10-year-old, they'd be like, oh, I can make that. Exactly. Yeah. We need a little bit of subtlety. We need a little bit of creativity. Isn't it shocking when 
adults can't make those drinks. You go to a bar and it's like, hey man, can I get a Jack and Coke? And it just tastes like ice <laughs> yeah. and Diet Coke. <laughs> those are terrible. It's terrible. So those were our criteria. They had to have a name, had to be essentially a signature cocktail. Now, they're, how we're rating it. Basically, it's the only drink you're going to have the rest of your life, which I think is a good way to do it. You know, at the very, at the end of the moment, the end of the vote, it's like, all right, this is the one that you get. And so we're going to do that. I want to talk a little bit about versatility because I think that should apply, but I think that's kind of inherent in the, it's the fact that it's your last drink. So, but if it's the only drink I get, am I a casual drinker or a raging alcoholic? You I think, are. I think you only you can answer that. You. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> this is about you. Yeah. This is about you, okay. and so it's just about thinking about what you drink and about your activities. You know what? You play a lot of golf. Maybe there's a certain drink you like on the golf course that Eric doesn't like at all. Ooh, Ooh there is. And think about it's probably days. a gin and tonic because they're great on the course. A Merlot. <laughs> We're doing wines down the line. Uh, we'll do white wines in a couple yeah, of weeks when it's, it's like a hot when it's summer. Day, a cold day. Yeah. Day you're chilling in, watching a movie. Day you're out raging. There's a bunch. Versatility. Yeah. Versatility. Okay. What you bring to your nephew's baptism. There's a whole bunch of different scenarios of what drinks you could want. So let's get into, I think I, I covered the criteria and I covered kind of what we're looking at. Are we good to go? I think we're ready. All right, now peep that Instagram. We'll have the bracket out there. Cameron called me out on this last time, Our old, our, my old buddy Cameron at work, because uh, I uploaded it <laughs> it's Wednesday night. I told everybody to look at the bracket, and he went to look at the bracket on his drive to work. I didn't have it up. I don't post that Instagram till like Sick. eight o'clock or something got like him. that. So I got to remember to post it like tonight or, or really early in the morning. But in any event, let's start this bracket off with the matchup at the top. In my opinion, a classic. It's hard for me. Manhattan versus a screwdriver. And hold on, this is hard for you. Yeah. It's hard for me as well. That is, These are two screwdrivers. I mean, that's just like that's like your intro into alcohol, isn't it? Versatility, man. Yeah. Screwdriver. You could have that at the club. You can have that when you wake up. You can have that. Can you have it at the, at the club? Yeah. All right, you're good, man. I'm gonna we, get. I'm gonna get you a screwdriver at the club next time. We basically have a deconstructed screwdriver every time we go to the club. We go with that little OJ back, a little shot of well vodka, warm. Who is this weed? That's <laughs> yeah, this. You guys did that once, just taking warm well vodka shots. That is not a. That was not a choice that you look back on fond, and then fondly. I, I ended up in Jack in the Box by myself. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> and Listen, you know what? You know what was right next to that Jack in the Box? A Taco Bell. Um, and you chose yeah, Jack in the Box. I did. I'm just saying, if we go to a Vegas for my bachelor party, and I get you a screwdriver out at the club, and you are just talking to somebody random that you meet, they'll look at you and they'll be like, is that is that a screwdriver you're drinking? <laughs> Wait a second, but think about when you get a tape when you get table service, they're bringing you a vodka and some chasers. That, you're making your own screwdrivers. That is a good rebuttal. Well, yeah, but they also bring you other things because they ask you, "What would you like?" Oh, do you want a vodka crayon? Yeah, but let's make it good. That, what do they bring that orange juice for? I guess screwdrivers for screwdrivers. You can't have you can't have orange juice and whiskey like Jack Daniels. I mean, you could. I mean, you could. But <laughs> people do it all the time. I or think tequila. Maybe. But the thing about Manhattan's is. One, they're going to get you drunker, and they're going to taste a little bit more delicious. And you can, they have versatility also. Like, you went to House of Prime Rib last weekend. Last week. You're going to get a screwdriver at House of Prime Rib? Justin, if you cut my arm off right now, Manhattans would flow out of my limb. Yeah, this is the guy who makes Manhattan. That is true. Uh I'm just trying to play the other side of the field here, but Manhattans are probably, in my opinion, the perfect drink. You don't have the, you don't have the morning component to it like you do with a screwdriver you can't wake up and make a manhattan okay you could (laughs) but 
You won't. You'll be a raging alcoholic. It's hard. You won't. To Justin's point, though, it's you hard won't. to have more than like two Manhattans because I think Justin came over one day for like a chill afternoon. I was like, hey, man, let's have a Manhattan. And he's sipping it and he's like, oh, so we're just drinking alcohol. <laughs> like there's like, oh, there's no nutritional value to this other than just straight liquor. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Which will give you a worse headache, though. Say you have three of each. I think there's a lot of sugar in screwdrivers. The, I think the screwdriver, because Manhattans also force you to drink more slow. Agreed. And so I could actually, my problem when I go to bars, other than going to bars, is that I drink, I don't drink enough water. But if I'm having a Manhattan, I can't have six Manhattans. I can have six beers. I have six Manhattans. I'm blacking out in front of a car. Like, like getting hit by get a car. It would be, I'd be on the floor. It would be yeah. terrible. So I think that it provides you a nice cushion because you don't have to drink them like a screwdriver, I feel like you make them. A screwdriver calls for one and three quarters ounce of vodka, based on this Wikipedia I looked at. Soft. Whereas a Manhattan is two ounces of rye or Canadian whiskey and then three quarters amount of sweet red vermouth. I mean, it's got double the amount. Maker's Mark, baby. Like, hmm. and so they're gonna get you drunker. You're not gonna have the sugar. I think I like whiskey better, so that's. I mean, obviously gonna be. You look cooler. Yeah, that is you know very true. You know what the as well? Better glass. Screwdriver's got damn ice in it, dude. Mm. Nuh-uh. Uh, Not for me. I, don't, I can't even drink orange juice with ice now. What are you, a Neanderthal? I guess that'd be the opposite because they didn't have ice. Anyway, uh, so let's go ahead and take a vote. I'm going Manhattan. Manhattan. This was obvious. You gotta go Manhattan. Yeah, Manhattan. All right, all right. Sick. Okay, so Manhattan. I forgot that Eric makes Manhattans. And if anybody wants to to Yo, get a good Manhattan, get a good drunk on Manhattan. Excuse me. Uh, Eric makes a fine. Loves it with Maker's Mark. I'd be interested to see if you would try other uh, other types of. I should just you know see what's out there. I know that Maker's is a is a staple at the Ingden Old House, but no, dude, it's on sale. That's why I buy. It. Ah, the classic Costco sale. Yeah. All right, so that's the first one. And now we do have uh, the reason we're doing this bracket next: the mint julep verse. Ooh, a white Russian and not Putin. It's the drink, guys. All right. So we've got mint juleps, which for those that don't know, I got this off the internet, and it's Alton Brown's recipe. Oh, so pimping. I don't know who that is. You do. Yo, the food you hold guy, on. Man. Good Eats? He does the Iron Chef? Bro, know. he's got Sorry, the glasses. I don't, I don't want... Oh, my gosh. Dude, I'm like punch him. I'm like distraught. Dude, Alton Brown is, is amazing, man. This is, he's like he's the like, science master of food. Dude, do you watch Hot Ones? Uh, Yeah. With Sean yeah, Ones? Pat showed me Dude, Alton Hot Brown ones. just went on one. Ooh, you should, it, it was the newest one. It's awesome. I do love his show, Cutthroat Kitchen. But he was a genius because he was a music video director, decided he wanted to do food media, and then he knew it would blow up, so he's like, I'm, I'm going to... And he went to culinary school because of that. I love it. And, and he then can he, actually and, cook, too. He's dude, not like a rhyme. And he's a genius. Yeah. So you know who that is. I'm sure no, I've, I've you guys don't watch the Food Network at your house, do you? No. Mm. Doesn't Alton Brown sound like a black name? No. Not Alton like Brown? Mr. Brown? Sounds like is a that... middle linebacker or something. I mean, that's, that's like Alden little, Smith. That but... looks like a dork. Oh, yeah. Big dork. Okay. Big Anyways. dork. Knowledgeable dork. So right. anyway, the Alton Brown recipe. How ten... did we get here? Uh, this is Alton... his mint julep yeah, recipe. Yeah, yeah. Ten imagine. mint leaves. Imagine that. Ten? Yeah. That's a lot of mint. One and a half teaspoons of super fine sugar. Two and a half ounces Kentucky bourbon, a little splash of seltzer water. Whereas the right Russian, right white Russian, excuse me, oh my right lord, Russian. right Russian, uh, two thirds ounces of coffee liqueur, a little vodka in there, and then a little, little fresh cream. Do you lean one way or the other? Mint, I'm sorry, white Russians are delicious. I lean all the way fantastic. into white Russians or Caucasians, if you want to call them that way. 
My problem is it's not made with fresh cream enough, and I don't really like milk in it. And that's, milk. I don't milk. I, I just use half and half. Could you drink a white Russian every day? Yes. No, you could not. There's no way. They're so good. Mint juleps are at least refreshing. You got some bourbon, a little seltzer seltzer water. A hot day at the beach, you want a white white Russian? They're on ice. Okay, it doesn't mean that they're not drinking a bunch of dairy. If I'm having one, that's fine. I think I have something against like creamy dairy drinks. Yeah, you know some of the ones that put like egg yolk and stuff. It's like, man, I can't drink. I can't finish this. Sounds like I'm going down here. I just, they're a great drink to drink when you're watching The Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. Because <laughs> the dude abides. And we've had, I've had plenty of white Russian nights. But if I like to think of, you get up in the morning, ah, man, that was a bad. Get up in the morning, of course you could have a white Russian. Yeah. <laughs> Cream and coffee liqueur in it. A little cereal in it, dude. But the mint julep, I would feel, is more versatile. Like, you could have it. No, I agree with you. Just trying to think. At a kid's birthday, at, in the morning, at the evening, could you have it as a nightcap? Maybe you need not to a nightcap. Cooler birthday parties for kids. <laughs> you, yeah, hey, you, you can't stroll around in a dude robe. You can't just stir in the white. No robes at kids' birthdays. You Please. know that's the rule. No robes. Okay. What if he just shows up in that like Jesus Sherpa thing that he normally likes to do. <laughs> it was a, a towel. It was a blanket. Birthday. I'll be comfy. All right. Okay, it sounds like I'm going down, huh? Oh, no, I'm, def- I- I'm definitely voting for white Russian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? I'll switch you up. Look, so right. as I talk more about it, the mint julep is too pigeonholed. It's too... White Russian is too pigeonholed. Nah, dude. you can have it in the morning. You could have it at night as like a nightcap, a nice little milky drink. For lunch? That is so You could have it lunch it. I mean, the problem is hot weather places. Like, by the by the pool is not where I want a white Russian. Yeah, would you get one Russian. in Mexico? It loses by the pool. Okay. It loses okay. by the pool, but... Anytime out, I mean, like outdoors at the, at the racetrack, at the beach, you could have a mint julep. Well, we know that. Well, that's what I just said. Sorry, I was thinking. Oh, you mean white Russian? Yeah, yeah white Russian. But fine. I go no, mint julep. I, mean, I said the wrong one. I, white Russian. Nice. I love it. It's two. You can have it at all times Terrible. of the day. The mint julep. Like, imagine coming home after the bars or it's one o'clock. You want a mint julep at one o'clock? Listeners, this is when the Russian bots have invaded. <laughs> Send help. I'm stuck in here with two Russian bots. <laughs> I think bots. Me- Eric is now uh, doing a special investigation into yes. got tampered with our bracket. Okay, so we got our first two games of the Sweet 16 matchups out of the way. We're going to have a hell of a second matchup. Next bracket is, what is that? Margarita. Ooh, Margarita versus Bloody Mary. I see the Bloody Mary is interesting because what do we do about the accoutrements? I mean, do we include the fact that you could get pickles and bacon, a but little the, asparagus? Yes, you can, but that's not like... So what's the standard one? Is it like a, a celery stick? A celery stick, some olives. And that's about it? Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's the Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary margarita, do you lean one way or the other? I'm so anti-Bloody Mary. I can't really? Stand, I can't stand tomato juice. So that's a fundamental problem. See, I have a problem with margaritas. I find them a little too sweet. I think both of these options are two very popular drinks that I'm just not a big fan of either one. Why do you th- so you don't like the tomato juice? I don't like the tomato juice. I'm, I like Bloody Marys in the morning, even though it's with vodka. Even though that's not usually my favorite margaritas, I have a bigger problem with, and I, and I feel like it's the sweetness. A little too tart. Yeah, it's just the margarita mix is never very good. And what is it supposed to be? It's see, this is just contra lime juice and tequila. I'm not entirely sure what contra is. You go salt or no salt contra? on your margaritas when you have them. no salt. No salt, right? I do salt. Oh, I go no salt. I'll say Bloody Mary wise. There's a big kind of discrepancy between a well-made Bloody Mary 
and then just a trash Bloody Mary. Like a V8 in... Like, like you go to Ireland and Colette throws together some shit for a Bloody Mary, and you're like, Colette, what are you doing to me? You're making an adios, motherfucker. What are you doing? This is your job. That's that's whiskey. Stop, Colette. You you offer Bloody Marys. You write it on the goddamn chalkboard outside to bring people in. Let's throw 10 minutes into learning how to make one. And then you'll go to, like, if you go to, like, a nice brunch spot, and when you talk about the accoutrement, like, you can nice. get a Bloody Mary that's just fantastic. A little bacon. Yeah. You're not going to drink more than two of them, but... That is a problem. Margarita is probably a little more versatile. You can take them to more things. Blended margaritas. We didn't even specify that, so Ooh. that is... It is. It can be, you know, unblended form and blended form. I do like... Unblended form, whatever. Blended form or unblended form. <laughs> I like unblended, though. Oh, Feels why? more like a... I don't know. Dude, you, it's like an adult icy. It's like a smoothie. For the for a child, yeah, yeah. <laughs> child at heart. Uh, let's vote. Okay, margarita uh, for me. I'm gonna go Bloody Mary. I'm going Bloody Mary. Oh, wow, Bloody Mary. Seriously, that's strong. If you it's... order me one, I would literally just Venmo you and be like, "I'm not drinking this." <laughs> just Venmo. <laughs> yeah, you get yeah. you get paid. Are you paying tip too? Yeah. Nice. You're so kind. I can't I wait. Like to... I, I don't, Mary's I don't get a margarita unless I'm in Mexico. Strawberry margarita, that's nice, but that's not on the. It's not Mango on the bracket. Mango margarita, what the hell is nice? Dude. Spicy, I do the, the spicy habanero margarita at Taco Licious is is actually del- ooh. Can it's I change my? Spicy, I change my vote. Although Bloody Marys can be spicy too. I mean, you can make your own, right? Like that's yeah, a little Bloody Mary bars benefit to it as well. You Absolutely. All right, so Bloody Mary advances over Margarita. Two very popular matchups right there, or two very popular teams. It's like Duke Kansas playing in the first round. My lord. All right. What's that next one? Oh, in a down this. year. In I, a down year. Caparinas. Caparinas. I, I thought it was a fish when he brought it up. I thought it was like. <laughs> uh, why are we doing a fish bracket, Justin? Well, I really like. I really like sturgeon. Uh, so we've got Irish coffees versus caparina, which is also on our bracket. <clears throat> Tom's drink, which for those that don't know, a caparina is half of a lime cut into four wedges, two teaspoons brown sugar, and then basically two ounces of cachaça which is a dis- distilled spirit made from fermented sugarcane. What's a, what's, a, what's a comparative liquor for that fermented sugarcane? I think it tastes similar to a margarita. That's exactly it, but okay. it's a little bit more... Um, it's got to be sweeter, right? Rum-based. It's very yeah, it's very sweet. Yeah, it's a lot of sugar. The, my problem with the Caparinas is that they're too sweet. And, and after a while, just... On those, I feel like on the other drinks we've chosen, if you wanted to on a Sunday, you can have a Sunday fun day, and you could just, you could pump them out. Manhattans you could pump out, White Russians you could pump out, Bloody Marys, not so much, but I wouldn't do it with a margarita either. Caparinas, like two or three, and you're just like, this is too much, I'm done. And so for that reason, and the fact that Irish coffee combines like six of my favorite ingredients, I'm taking Irish coffee all the way. Irish coffees are just so great. They're delicious. They're so fantastic. They're functional. You know, it's like, oh, I want to wake up, yeah. get a little drunk, you know, enjoy mm-hmm. football, 10 a.m. football here on the West Coast. You can change, you can change, you know, the parts to part. I know that there's usually like two to two to one and stuff like that. But if you're at night, you can mix it around. Yeah. You put a little bit more whiskey, you leave the cream off and then Thank you put you. a little coffee. I'm anti-cream, by the way. I don't what? like the cream. Oh, well, we've talked about this before, the white Russian. So I prefer to just have basically black coffee and, and whiskey. <laughs> and whiskey. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I love it. All right. So I think we all... Caparina made a good run and against a, a more formidable opponent. 
uh, made a might not have lost, but Irish coffee's tough. It, it did make the bracket over some other. It was generous. Yeah, it was. There were some. Uh, what were the big? What were the big no names that missed out? We missed out on lemon drops. It would have just been funny to have those in here. Pina colada. Pina colada was the one that should have made the list. Yeah. Pina colada was the biggest snub of the bracket. I could drink that right now. I, I, drink hate, that at night. I hate. I hate colada over bed. margarita and. Pina coladas. Yeah. No, are so trash. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with about, you? Uh, Coutrement, you whatever that word is. Coconut. Yes. Uh, well, that's so, a fundamental shame problem. on you. It's a fundamental problem. <laughs> we all got flaws in our DNA, dude. Oh, that's what. When you go poolside and get a nice blended pina colada, oh, guarantees oh my God. Great time. What do you dip almond joys in it? What the fuck is wrong with, with you? The, uh, what's the pina colada with the strawberry? Daiquiri? Uh, daiquiri? No. Mix it up. Lava flow. Oh, Ooh, lava hell flow. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. Lava flows. Guys, we got to get some lava flows. Yeah. It sounds delicious, though. All right. Little umbrellas. Okay, so we're done with one half of the bracket. Let's move to the second. A martini versus the Tom Collins. I think maybe the Tom Collins is our lone gin drink out there, but basically the Well, no, that's not true, because you can have a gin martini. Oh, actually, our two gin drinks against each other. You could could have a vodka martini. We didn't specify. Yeah. The normal one, the the preferred one is gin. It's gin. It's gin. Okay, so gin. And then Tom Collins, for those that don't know, is lemon juice, carbonated water, a little bit of sugar, and then a little bit of old Tom gin, and then you put it in one of those Tom Collins glasses. And now that it's on the list, this is another one that probably could have been subbed out uh, for Pina Colada or something like that. But we had to get some gin drinks in there. Kind of fortuitous that they would play each other in the first round. But are we okay if we kind of just say... Can we mar- say no to both of these, man? I don't mind a martini. Can you drink it? Okay. You can't wake up okay, and have a martini this is, this if is I a wasn't a wasn't my drunk old lady. So John's martinis, you know what they are? Tank Ray Gin. No vermouth. So he's basically drinking chilled gin That's what my in dad a glass. Likes. He just drinks gin it's, on the rocks. And Some, he's like, oh, try yeah. it. Like, With one of those little, little smaller than pearl onions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the pearl onions. We have that in our house for my dad. Specifically, that's so that's my vision yeah. of these martinis, which is basically drinking gasoline out of a cup. Which is funny because you love Manhattans, which aren't they similar? It's no. just the booze Whoa, are different. Man. Complex oh, is it driver, flavors. It's driver mouth and driver. Oh, the bitters. You got bitters. You got the <laughs> you got little got... orange rind. Eric's got the face of somebody that knows how to make one drink really well, and he's defending it to the death. Complex flavors, man. Shut up. You're drinking a cocktail. Get the True. hell out of here. True. So senior year. <laughs> QJ, I think his mom moved or something, and they were cleaning out some of their stuff, and QJ went up and just cleaned out her liquor cabinet, and it was just like a mess of old, shitty liquors, so he brings it down in this cardboard box, and like the only thing that we could figure out how to make with it, because it was a ton of vermouth and gin, and I just kept throwing together these terrible martinis. Like, you were talking about like Bloody Marys can be great or terrible. This shit that I put together, oh my god, it was like gasoline, but worse. And we would just get hammered because it lasted us probably for three weeks of heavy drinking. Ooh. And you drink two of them, and you're just bled, like blacked out. <laughs> yeah, vermouth is. I'm not entirely sure about the content, but it is alcoholic. Oh, it's alcoholic. Like it's not like you're doing like a little thirty five percent. Yeah, it's a nice. Yeah. It's like it's alcoholic. Like, uh, uh, yeah. You got to get the measurements right. It's I good. don't think we had a measuring cup. So it's kind of just eyeball it, yeah. Or yeah. Throw it together. Pour it in the cap. It's gonna be fine. They're, pu- they're pouring <laughs> how many caps? Equal point, yeah. equal parts. Yeah. It's throw like one olive in there. Yeah, Need a little color. Masks the flavor in a red solo cup too. <laughs> and then you drink it in like three minutes. I'm like, oh yeah, that was great. Ugh. 
I think back. I just have to give a martini. It's martini. It's on. Ma- it's martini all the way. I can't way. do the lemon like that all the time, dude. Mar- Tom Collins is very tart. Just, just write really in pina colada over Tom Collins. No, yeah, get that shit out of here. You know, we can have an all pineapple or coconut bracket later for you guys. Martini's a little got a little more. Okay. Yeah, Ooh, this one might be uh, in on other pods. This might be more of a discussion. We've got the old fashioned, an old classic, versus the Moscow Mule in a copper cup. Yes, I had to specify copper cup. Got to be in a copper cup. If you were buying be. Moscow mules out there without a copper cup, get a refund. Well, and that's like old fashions. It's got to be the one ice cube. If I get an old fashioned somewhere and you give me crushed ice, oh my lord! Yeah, but if you're if, if I yelped, you'd get out, a bad Yelp review. You when you're going us? out to a restaurant now, and if they're serving a Moscow mule on the menu, they all have copper. Oh, they have to now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some bars now Except you can get Clay. them in yeah. copper cups, and you have to give them your ID. I always love doing that. Like, they want to keep it as collateral because I feel like just in the last few years, Moscow mules have become, like, this huge thing. So people, like, collect, we'll collect copper cups. Yes. People are trash. Trash. <laughs> trash. I mean, that's trash. right. Yeah. It's so dumb. Uh, Look at my copper cup collection. <laughs> <laughs> my cupboard. I, st- I, would I stole this. That so person weird. Like, Look at my copper cup um, collection. Fun fact I knew, I didn't know about Old Fashioned, which I should have. So it's. All of the same ingredients as Manhattan, but served over that one ice cube with the addition of a sugar cube. And you get the orange. Uh... Well, you do the orange in the Manhattan as well. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. I never know. Oh, you do because you put the little uh, squirrely That's thing right, on but top. But the old fashioned, I think sometimes you, you burn it or something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you burn it and then you throw it in there. Oh, it's like real nice. Love an old fashioned. Okay. I didn't realize they were so similar. It's going to be funny when they meet in the finals. Good job, us. I'm uh, going old fashioned. I, I like the I like the uh, I, holding of an old fashioned. You know, I think I could have that every day. It's a tough first round matchup. I could on Moscow Mule. Oh, Moscow Mule would have done way better in another bracket. It's kind of a wedding staple these days too. When people have that cocktail hour before. It's the cup, and it's dude. nice. Have yeah, you guys really nice. made your cocktail decisions yet for your weddings? Yours is sooner, oh, you, Eric. You'll have something like way nicer. Ours is just an open bar. Yeah, it is. Oh, so we, no. I'm just no, wondering no, if you no, had done so your... There, there's an open bar as well, but sometimes they yeah. feature a cocktail. But you, yeah, but you guys have that. We don't. Yeah, we do. Guess what ours is, Justin. You'll freaking love this. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so nervous. What it's a it? whiskey smash. Oh! From Blue it's, the, it's the bar across from Demand Force yeah. that basically for four years we would just go there, and it's basically whiskey with a bunch of muddled fruit at the bottom nice. and champagne. And champagne. Oh, nice. You, don't say that. Deli- don't oh, say wait, that. And, no, no, no. Don't say oh, that and have nice. four. Because you have three, and it's just, I'm hammered. I asked them to double up the amount of Jameson that they intend to buy. Because hmm. I was like, You're a smart man. That's where I'm going. I'm scared for your wedding, and I don't know how you or Lauren is going to last past 7 o'clock. Yeah, we're in trouble. Okay, well, as long as you guys know that, then I'm not as worried Might anymore. I at the rehearsal dinner. Oh, Jesus. How about the. I took, I'm taking Thursday, Friday, and Monday off. Yeah, because we're going to Outside Lens on Sunday, man. <laughs> <laughs> I told somebody if Fleetwood Mac is there, I'll probably go. Oh, I would so... No, wait, the Atlanta party came out, bro. Yeah, but No, but like, to, you know... They had to, don't they have to bring Lewis. somebody in for Huey Lewis? Yeah. His voice? And they need somebody old, so... Or, if it's Fleetwood Mac. Yo. Be Fleetwood Mac. Oh, see, so you're saying that, and you want it to be. Okay. You know where my, you know where my Sunday is after my wedding, right? Bears? Ireland's. Bro. Ireland. God, I love it, JD. Oh, my God. Open bar. Colette's slinging those shitty-ass Bloody Marys. Is she going to be working? She's coming. No. I might... Ask her to come back. Just the one. She'll do it. Just for that yeah, Sunday? do it. Yeah. Can we rent out Ireland's? Tell her we'll her. serve her. Yeah. You know, how, much, how much would it cost to rent out that bar that day? I don't know. How much do we spend there every day? Double no, it, it depends <laughs> on the time, though. 
I heard Ireland gets lit at night. Might, might be a because uh, there's nothing in the in the Richmond district. That's might ha- might have to be a guy's have, gift to the bride and groom. They'll have uh, <laughs> we rented this have, like, room. Kick, they'll have kickball teams come through. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. rent that upstairs ski ball room. Yeah. <laughs> we can rent it. <laughs> Man, if we could find the ski ball balls to that thing that's been abandoned 50 years ago. That room, that room looks like one of those rooms in one of those zombie apocalypse shows that they just. Like, you walk in there, and it's like, man, this is where it was filmed. Yeah. This is where they filmed The Quiet Place. All right. Old-fashioned? Old-fashioned. Old-fashioned. Mouse gum, you'll have no chance. It did not have a chance. Not against old-fashioned. You put it in the other bracket. You put it on the other side of the bracket, it might make it all the way to the final. Because it's a nice drink when you're at a bar and you're scared. You're like, oh, shit. I don't know. You know, it's like a nice place. I don't know what to get. You can always go with the old-fashioned and feel like you fit in. And this is a nice blue blood matchup in the beginning. It's just, it's the draw. The draw giveth, the draw, the draw taketh away. It's the draw. Okay. Why are you so scared of bars, man? <laughs> he always goes on Halloween. Scared of being outside, man. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Greyhounds mm. versus a mojito. Now, a greyhound is obviously grapefruit and vodka, and then mojito is a similar one that we had earlier, mint, white rum. I don't know why that's specified. Lime juice, soda water. Another refreshing. Again, the only drink you could ever have. And there's not really versatility in either of these. Um, sugar in mojito? I, I thought it was like extra sweet. It's got no, two two teaspoons of sugar. But I mean, grapefruit's got some sugar in it. These are not drinks that I have regularly at all. The only time I have Greyhounds are when we go to Cafe Von Fleet in Oakland. And mojitos I have... You took me there. Pretty you much never. took me there. Oh, yeah. That place what? was lit, I forget dude. where we... It was after... It was after a show. Romeo? No. No. Have I been there? Yeah, great greyhounds. They put like half a grapefruit in your drink. Oh yeah, Cafe yeah, Von Fleet. Yeah. So oh, cool. yeah, plays great. So those are the those are the two drinks. I don't drink them often. Um, I probably I probably lean mojito. Wow, Just I'd prefer to have better. a greyhound. I don't, don't drink Grape, either. Grapefruits are a little much for me. They're a little mojitos, tart. Dude, it's like a little tart. Min, in, I just couldn't have it all the time. Yeah. Fine. Man, uh, cool song, this bracket sucks. By the killed. way, these last four. <laughs> if Mo- if Moscow Mule was I down here, just, I literally almost just wrote in Greyhound just to <laughs> forget <laughs> you guys. <laughs> All right, Mojito. Eric's on autopilot. Terrible. All right, the this last. Is, this is the matchup. The I last. Don't even know what that says? The QJ. The QJ. Oh, the QJ. It's the, the QJ. QJ. All right, QJ. I hope you made it this far into the pod. You usually do. You're a you're a loyal friend, a loyal listener. We got to have him on at some point. Actually, that's going to have to happen. A little tropical terror segment. But we have the QJ, which for those of you that don't know, is pineapple and rum. That's and it. that's it. And it's maybe it's equal parts. It's just kind of on how you're feeling. little ice, depending on what you yeah, want to do. Yeah, a little ice. To, no, 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 no. If the pineapple juice is cold, you'll probably be good. Pineapple. Man, put some ice in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. The QJ versus Long Island Ice Teas. Please just list off. Which I realize, man, which I just realized now... If you take the first letter, it's just lit. Damn, lit. No, Long Island iced tea. Long lit. Island. Oh, I- oh, there's two. Lit. I- lit. Bros, it's lit. lit. It's lit. Uh, so anybody that doesn't know, I was actually looking up the uh, ingredients for each of these drinks, and I guess I did know, but it was just a shock that we would ever in our lives drink like more than one of these. More than half of them. A half ounce of vodka, triple sec tequila, gin, white <clears throat> rum. I'm sorry. This is... And then it's one ounce of lemon juice, one ounce of syrup, which is sugar, and a splash of Coke. What the hell is that Coke for? 
The white rum might it, as well just be a white Russian and just mix it all together. It like, probably tastes the same. What are we thinking? Just add a quart of low-fat milk in this. Who made this? And why Why is this a Long Island iced tea? Is there somebody on Long Island just getting everybody fucked up? They just It's like jungle. Probably. It's the first jungle juice, essentially. Yeah. The first commercial jungle the juice. The first commercial jungle juice. Yeah, because all the iterations of the, all those drinks after are like based off of this. You know, like a adios motherfucker, yeah. right? Like yep. It's a very similar thing here. Um, Man, one of the last times QJ was up here, we were at Stock and Trade, and he goes to get RIP. He goes to get drinks and comes back with four Adios motherfuckers. I hadn't had one since like Tijuana, like I don't know, sophomore year in college. What are they? Blue? Yeah, they're blue. Blue. Stupid fucking things. JD, that's not a friend. That's a best best friend. friend. It's a guy oh, yeah. ready to get the party started. They have a little cherry in it too. Oh. That's really set that off. I don't know. That's it, that sounds for classy. color. They usually put in a little color. Yeah, to offset the big ass blue drink that you're drinking, the bright blue drink. Oh man. Um, funny story about Long Island, real quick. Uh, Danny, like the place or the yeah. drink. You know, you know what his his tradition is. So Long Islands are fun. Oh, yeah, and the splash of Coke is really for color. God damn it. So he made up. I don't know if he made it up. Or no, he definitely didn't make it up. Okay. He's not that creative. Anyways, he put He's not listening it. to this. So he goes to the bar and he goes, hey, man, so I'd like a bunch of Long Islands, about six of them. We're in Seattle. Me, mm-hmm. Marvin, Danny, just a couple of our other friends. Hey, let's get uh, some Long Islands for the table. Okay, cool. Go up there. Bartender, let me get Long Islands, but uh, instead of Coke, just flash a little Jaeger in there. Ooh. Guy does it. Same price as a Long Island. Like an idiot. Probably because we're the only ones ordering it. Bring it over, and Danny calls it the Darth Vader. Ooh, I like that. Because when you have one, you go to Good the dark, dark side. side. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, v- it's very true. Uh, that's such a... Da- it's like, if you could put Danny into a story... That's the mold. That's that it. is the mold that you're telling. It's good. It's getting you fucked up, but there's a little bit of wit in there with the name. You know, it's a good motto. Uh, so that is the most quintessential Danny thing you could ever hear in your life, uh, unless you did that and then worked out. So now, or while working, out. while working out, while working out. But that's all to say, too. maybe sometimes the problem with Long Island, if we're going against our criteria, is you can have it at one time all the time, and that's when you want to get hammered. That's the only time. Can't have two though. You can't have it for breakfast. You definitely can't have it at a kid's birthday party. I know what you're thinking, JD. No, you're not wearing a robe. Well, you absolutely could. <laughs> of course you could. You know what? You'll look cooler with a white Russian. <laughs> it's so expensive, though, too. The Think key- of all the ingredients you have to purchase. Okay, let's just get back to the fact that it tastes like shit, all right? You know, we didn't even bring that up, but it is not a good-tasting no. drink. And it tastes... Terrible. Oh, this tastes like... Al- all these alcohols taste like alcohol. <laughs> some you know, the Coke's for flavor. Mean, it's a mean blackout. Yeah. You're not going to feel great the next day. Yeah, that's true. Just, just put QJ. Yeah, the QJ. Yeah, the Q. I love and the QJ's in the Elite Eight. How about that? QJ's are QJ. (laughs) Just say it like that. It sounds so nice. QJ's are great. Gotta order one this week. All right, we're in the Elite Eight. Let's see what we got going. We got Manhattan White Russian, Bloody Mary, Irish Coffee, Martini, Old Fashioned, Mojito, the QJ. Ooh, that sounds kind of good. Let's start off in the upper, uh, the upper left again. Manhattan. Versus a white Russian. I'm very Manhattan. I'm anti-dairy, man. Gotta go dark liquor. I'll, I'll let you guys take that to the next it's, round. I, it's know, the old-fashioned. Like I'm sorry. Oh, Manhattans. Manhattans. I do love Manhattan. I love that Eric makes them. The white Russian, for me, it sounds like I was the tiebreaker here, uh, was a bear winner over the first, who they play, Mint Julep. So, and they were never really getting past Manhattan for me. Plus, I love makers. The way Eric makes it. Man, Eric, can you make us one? Intern. All right, so now we have one of our final four. Let's go back down to the bottom of that bracket. The Manhattan opponent will be the opponent of... I'm sorry, will be 
the winner of Bloody Marys and Irish Coffees. Wow, the Ireland matchup. The, oh, nice. The shitty drink versus yeah, just, <laughs> just Irish coffees. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt here that Irish coffees are moving on. Dark yes. liquor. Yeah. Dark liquor. Bi- Burger King coffee, specifically, mm-hmm. with a little Jameson top Yeah, off. then you just walk up to a Colette, just put the coffee on the table. Yes. She knows, what, she knows what to do. You don't have to say anything. You don't even have to say anything. It, Hello. It probably says something about hey, the bar honey. that we're just going to go to Burger King next door and get the coffee. For her to pour it in. We can't even be bothered just to order it from her. She appreciates it. She probably does. She's like, I don't... I'm not going to brew some coffee. You don't want this coffee. <laughs> this it's coffee's... actually BK's coffee from yesterday. <laughs> they give it to us. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello. All right. So Irish coffee in the final. I did not see that coming. Okay. Semi-final. Semi-final. The final four. Martini versus Old Fashioned. Wow. Easy. Right? I'm going Martini here. Oh, see, to be honest you know with you, what? I think a lot of people will go martini over old fashioned, but that's just a preference thing. I think gin vodka over a dark liquor. A lot more liquor. Martinis are classy. They are very. Cl- these are two classy beverages. These are the classiest. Yeah. These are you know you you're get drinking the these in a, in a tuxedo. You get the shaker. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. For added value. Fuck! I love old fashioned. You can have a lemon martini and or what is that stupid bar in the mission? You know what I'm talking about? The oh, blondies. blondies. Yo. Get like. Twelve dollar martinis, and, and then you get the extra part of it, right? So basically, you're drinking two martinis. Give me martini. Martinis. Give me I martini. Think that's the way. I think okay. be, yeah. You know why I like martinis? For the record, I'm going old fashioned. I fucking love olives. <laughs> oh man. Oh, but I love old fashions. Hey, can I have an old fashioned with three olives, please? <laughs> On the side. Yeah. Thanks. Man, I almost regret <laughs> that. Dirty old fashioned. Why martinis are great? You're tasty. right. You're right. They're iconic. It's in the same. It's in a very nice glass. You're selling me on it. Yeah, you know, you know how much work it is to do that stupid ice cube. It takes forever. I think I've had just, just too many. A drink. I've had too many bad old fashions with crushed ice. It's just a terrible, terrible experience. See, no one would ever mess it up with a martini. <laughs> no ice. You don't need it. We're not wasting water. You know what? It's a mother, mother, mother Earth, and wants its Mother's Day coming up. I don't know. There Martinis. was a there was a joke in there that I missed. All right, last final week from Sunday. Next Sunday. Yeah. yeah, next Sunday. Mojito. Versus the QJ. the QJ. Send him through. Send him through. Send him on through. Send him through. Honestly, that's a good question. Mark Reed used to make them. They were terrible. <laughs> no, that was the... the Who makes mojitos, man? That was the typical like college make where it was like, yeah, this is what's in it. You guys like mint? <laughs> Let me throw a piece of... this mint tree. Well, pit me scum. All right. I got this mortar and pestle. I got to put some use to it. Oh, you know the name. I always forget what the second part's called. Mm. Nice. Now you know. Now I know. All right. <laughs> I like this. We got some variety here in the final four. The final four. Manhattan, Irish coffee, martini, the QJ. What a bad draw by Manhattan and Irish coffee. They deserve mm. to go against each other in the final. Yeah. But here we like are. like the Warriors Rockets. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the championship before the championship. Manhattan versus Irish coffee. Where are we going? I'm going Irish I'll coffee. I'll go first. I'll go Irish coffee as well. Is that a shocker? Whoa! Man, you said if you cut off your arm, you would bleed Manhattan. I am bleeding over here. I am 100% Manhattan on this one, and I feel disrespected. I feel like I should have had Old Fashioned go ahead so that a whiskey could have won some. I guess Irish coffee's got whiskey. Versatility. That's what it comes down to. I don't think I could drink a Manhattan every single day. 
But what makes you think I don't drink Irish coffees every day at this point? Because the way you slip that right in, man. The, the way you type, the, the way you type on GChat from nine to twelve, I'm convinced you're having at least one before oh, work. <laughs> All right, the second to face them in the finals. Can you imagine just if it were socially acceptable to just wake up and have two Irish coffees every day and then go to work? I mean, life would be more fun. It would be You'd more run fun. Run into some problems down the road, but like health problems, eh, all sorts of problems. Oh. I think <laughs> motor problems. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's all bad, man. Cognitive skills, yeah. <laughs> memory <laughs> done, dude. I think that's what actually Brad cut out recently. It wasn't just coffee that he cut out for a month. No, right? no, no. He's not cutting out. He's just making Irish coffee <laughs> on his drive to work. Oh, Saeed's special coffee. Now I get it, dude. Oh, Saeed's just the master Irish coffee maker. My lord, Saeed, can you make me a coffee? All right. Other side. What the fuck? Martini. Martini, Martini and the QJ. Martini versus the QJ. I wrote it once. I'm writing it again. I'm going to Martini. Ooh. I'll I can't. Go, I can't I'll have go too QJ much. QJ just because I like QJ. Love QJ. Oh man. What you gonna pick? What you gonna pick? Mr. West about to decide this right now. You going with the QJ? You going to tweet about it? You going? We going with John's drink? Or you going with QJ's drink? I'm going Martini, dude. Oh I'm going Martini. wow. Bless the up, QJ. Classy He's made it this far. He's made it this far. Guys, yeah. we recorded this one. humor him, all right? Okay, he fair. earned that spot. Yes, he did. With a, He made a delicious drink, and he got on the board. I like that we talk like QJ made up rum and pineapple. <laughs> like he's the only person that ever had when it. When we're on the boat on Saturday, we're going to be like, hey, can I get the QJ? And the bartender's going to be like, what? <laughs> People oh, are gonna, sorry, man. I just want sorry. a Long Island. A rum. <laughs> He oh, may- you want an adios, motherfucker? That's <laughs> what we call dude. them here. What if you say, yeah, you say that to QJ. Oh, here's Long Island. Okay. This is a, this is a good matchup. Irish coffee versus martini. This is the epitome of the opposites are meeting in the final, right? Where the Irish coffee you see as a normal morning time drink. You see the martini as a classy, happy hour, yeah. cocktail, black tie event late type night. drink. Late night drink. Fast paced team. But you know what you could also have late at night at a cocktail party? Probably an Irish coffee. You're feeling a little tired from all the booze. Uh, BJ at the end of his wedding in Ireland. So sick. Take it, for, or take that as it is. Um, but after the band went on, brought out an Irish coffee station because it's like, man, we know you guys want to stay up. Wonderful. That's a and genius it was like, move. A well done station. And so, well, like a guy making them, yeah. or just like not with just oh, coffee yeah. and then not you just pour self-serve. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that's oh. awesome. That's smart, BJ. Well done. Well done. That's awesome. Okay, now that's not to say I haven't had a breakfast martini, but I bet they're pretty good. Irish coffee, I think, is that's my vote, man. I love Irish coffees. I like Irish coffee. I so think that's good. a sweet Irish coffees. Now, let me ask you, just for my own curiosity. Would Old Fashioned have beaten QJ and Irish Coffee to take it down? I was distraught in my Martini Old Fashioned pick, and yeah, I just that was a bad pick. It was a it was a terrible pick because if I'd I'm still go Irish Coffee, if I'm out at a restaurant, I will order an Old Fashioned or usually what's generally close to that. If I'm getting a cocktail, yeah, I like whiskey. I love and see that we was are, we had a pretty whiskey heavy board. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. the trend. Yeah. But that's and that's how we skew, and that's totally fine. But I think that's uh, the old fashioned really got outdone on a buzzer beater or martini because uh, you know it, it could have it probably advances past choked. the QJ. I choked. You choked. The co- you choked. He choked. You froze up, and it was embarrassing. I just I don't Martini's, think I can do it. Patient James Bond over here. Hova's over here texting his trainer like Ola Olapito. You guys see that? <laughs> you can see that text. It's like when supposed we start. To be- 
So yeah. <laughs> when we st- someone just zoomed in and the trainer just has him saved as Olapito. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. In his Instagram it's post, Oladipo. it's literally zoomed in. It's like. Yo, do you see, it's just Victor uh, Olapito. No, his trainer even says it in the photos. Like, yeah, I got his name spelled wrong in my phone. That's a pretty good segue. Uh, <laughs> that's a good segue. So Irish coffee. Dunna. Winner. It's so nice. it's versatile. You it's Chef's them right now. I'm gonna get one at next time I go out to the beach or something. Just drink that's it really in really the one thing. Bring your own yeah. thermos, yeah. man. It's hey, versatile. The beach, the beach gets cold here. Yeah. Ocean Beach is not for the faint of heart. Okay, so Irish coffee takes down this bracket. It was a whiskey laden bracket. It was a good bracket. I wish I hadn't choked so much, but, you know, I'm a little drunk. So, let's move on cheers. to cheers. Oh, let's cheers. Chink, chink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got a, li- we got a little cheers. bit. We got a little bit. We got a little bourbon. I can't believe old fat. I'm going to get so much shit for that. Okay. We got about 10 minutes. Let's keep this one nice and short. We got the NBA. We got the NFL draft just happened. Shit, we got the Kentucky Derby on Saturday, though. I don't have my research done yet. Text me tomorrow. I'll have some picks. What do you guys think about the NBA playoffs so far? It's awesome. Eric, how we feeling about the dubs? I mean, we dominated the Spurs. Yeah, well, of course you did. sweep. Okay, but how Pop doesn't win Coach of the Year every year, I don't understand now. That team that he trotted out there was dog shit. Brad Brad Brown is winning. You think think the Celtics team was worse than the Spurs team? A game on the Sixers. Without Jalen. Without Jalen, without Kyrie, without Gordon, without Gordon. I don't really, I don't, I don't even count Gordon because he hasn't played at all. But, but they still, didn't know it's, that it's it was a, a first part of game their, of the season, dude. Yeah, yeah like you had to. Adjust. I get that he can adapt to it. Probably makes him but a better still, coach. This is, you know, a large portion of their cap space that could have gone to another quality starter. And everyone had injuries. Like the Pelicans don't have Boogie. Lucky ass. Man, they would dude. dominate us. Yeah, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, they wouldn't dominate you. I don't because because Boogie they play a different game where he handles the ball a lot. This this free flowing Pelicans team where you get Rondo having all the high ball handling is pretty good. But the problem with playing the Warriors is you don't want to be free flowing against the Warriors. That just plays right into their game. Going. It's the up, only way to running, beat us though. I feel no, like. I think the way to beat you is to slow it down a little bit, and I think that's what the Rockets have been kind of working towards. Like, they don't run and gun anymore. Like, they kind of play half-court offense. They really do. And they're just going to slow it down, shoot threes, get good shots, and then their defense has kind of stepped up. Well, their defense is fantastic compared to New Orleans. New Orleans has no defenders. That's ultimately the problem. Dude, you see who they threw on on Katie the other day? Um, Drew Holiday. He's a good defender. He just can't. He's not big enough. He's a good defender. He just can't guard. He's a great defender. He can't guard KD. Yeah. Okay. That's what I mean. Who guards KD in general? Man. The, the Rockets were like I mean, Ariza will be, Ariza, Ariza that's what will I was be thinking. good. PJ yeah. Tucker yeah. really getting his ribs or something. Ryan Anderson ain't playing dog. Getting those ribs. Barbecue chicken. Put Bar- Ryan Anderson out there, dude. Well, weren't you the one saying that he was going to play more in the next series? Well, I didn't know he was hurt though. You know, it didn't really matter. Yeah, I think Ryan Anderson's done. Houston dropped from second in pace to now, and that was like middle of the year when we were betting on it a lot. And now they're thirteenth. I mean, it takes a lot to drop that's eleven spots in pace. Especially from D'Antoni. Yeah, and they are definitely like. JD said they are switching to defense. I think there might be some unders in play in some of these those games. And Bob Butte, he's back. He's back. He's another good defender they got. Actually, he's probably the best defender that they'll have for Durant. Yes. He's just a liability on offense. Yep. And, of course, the Warriors will exploit that. Did you see how much room Rondo had to shoot? I mean, it was we don't even guard him. Draymond Green was standing under the hoop, just like expecting an air ball. Like, oh, I'll just catch this. It's like he's still in the NBA, though. I mean, he... For the series, for the two games, he's probably shooting, what, 40%? 
Is he? 50% on three? It's not terrible. I, I didn't mean, realize it's that. literally just wide open. I put him, I, I equate him to what Justin's always said about DeAndre Jordan. He's great, but you cannot play him in the last couple minutes in crunch time. Because, for example, the Pelicans were down 10 with, what, three, four minutes left? And every time the ball came to Rondo, we knew that was going to be our ball. Because he's going to shoot it because he's literally wide open, and we know he's not going to make it, and and we run. And we'll we'll take those chances of, of all the people on the floor, we'll let him shoot. Did you see the guy on the Pelicans, Etwan Moore, ruin the game yesterday taking that 20-footer? No. Uh, in transition? Or yeah. In transition? It was like they're they're down six, and there's 35 seconds left, and they have the ball. Maybe it's seven. And he just pump fakes from three to take a contested 20-footer. Dubs get the rebound. They're up nine, and game's over. Former bull. It was so bad. Former bull. The bourbon with no ice. Oh, yeah. No, Kicks I'm... you a little harder. <laughs> Welcome to the club, yeah. JD. Yeah. I'm drinking a third Sorry, of mine. I like, I like <laughs> in 60 my beverages minutes. on the rocks. I love a is little that, ice. Is that milk with that? Is that a little puss? Want some milk with that? Yes. It's no, a little puss. No wonder he voted for old fashions. Laudy. Laudy. See, he can't handle those martinis. What do you think of the NBA so far? Which one more was a great bowl, by the way? Go on. Well, no, no. I was just thinking, I'm, well, what do we got left? I love, I, I don't like that Ricky got hurt because I think the Jazz with Ricky present like a really interesting matchup for Houston. They're about to even that game up or that series up. They're going to win? Yeah. What's the score? 112, 105. Wow. Oh, Lord. Wow. So they got that. Uh, I I don't, it, the first round was going kind of how I thought it might. And this round, I feel like, is not going at all how I thought it would be. Uh, I didn't think Boston would be able to beat the Sixers so easily. Without Jalen Brown. Without Jalen Brown. Um, I I was surprised the Cavs won last night or two nights ago, whenever it was. Oh, my God. Have you seen the Cavs and Raptors play before? It's just all offense. The Cavs always win. <laughs> I, yeah, why is that? I think it's their fourth victory in Toronto in a row. Just a mental, so, just a mental thing. I did actually. Even that—that's playoffs. I wasn't surprised because I think that Indiana will almost play. They'll the way Indiana played was about as good as Toronto will play. Toronto will only play good. about five percent better than Indiana played because everybody's going. Oh, they didn't play the Pacers. They had to go to Pacers game seven. The Pacers are good. Pacers are so good. The Pacers are good, and they're young, and if they were playing, I might pick them to beat Toronto, but the Cavs, and so everybody's like, oh, the Cavs won't win because, you know, Indiana, they didn't show anything. I think maybe they got past the toughest test, like this this weird, unproven Indiana team with a good leading score that is, I think, better than DeRozan. Lance? (laughs) <laughs> they have, oh, oh! You mean another addition to what I was saying? Miles Turner's better than Valanciunas. No, like no, I meant Sabonis, Lance. bro. Yeah. Sabonis is Sabonis. better than Valanciunas. And so, uh, I the Cavs are going to win. It's going to be Cavs Boston again. How do you miss that tip in? No, that... Valanciunas. How do you miss that tip in? So that's dude? what I'm saying. Like you're freaking eight feet tall. Just guide it in. Go to your home. Fred Van Vliet missed two shots. That he's not bad. Well, except he has a bum shoulder, but they give yeah, him a that shot. Is, that it's is like, the problem doing? that you have him in at the end of the game. You see him coming at LeBron? No. He just, they, no three of them, he's like coming at him there, like saying something, saying something, and LeBron's like walking away, and he like turns around like this, and Van Fleet just lunges at him, and he starts going, and then Raptors, fan, Raptors players are like holding him back, and LeBron's just standing there like, get this little bro out of here, man. What? Neil. It, it was Neil like, Shea Serrano says something like, oh, look, it's a little brother trying to go after his big brother and his little friends aren't aren't letting him. And that's what it looked like. We'll show you the video uh, after. It was pretty hilarious. Um, so, and I think the, like, the Thunder, or we're going to lose, sorry, the Jazz versus Rockets is a good series. I thought Pelicans Warriors would be a little bit more competitive 
because I thought you guys would lose the first game without Curry, and the Pelicans didn't look that good. I'm glad they looked much better in game two. Uh, I still have no idea who's going to win the championship. I mean, it's going to be somebody in the West, but... Rockets. I mean, basically, yeah, it's got to be the Warriors. Rockets or the Warriors. Right? Man, the I don't s- even know if an East team will take them to six games. You don't think the Celtics could? I, I think the Celtics could. Maybe. I don't think the Celtics could get past the Cavs if that's what it comes down to. Without Jalen Brown? I think, LeBron, I think Brown, LeBron's on a tear right now. I think he just goes, get, get on my back. We're going. That would be fucking sick. And Tristan Thompson's like, oh... Uh, I got this hand jump. Oh I can't get on your back. Man, well, someone tweeted about it. I think it was like Haralabob or someone's like, oh, the Cavs decide to put the five players that are best suited for each other on the court at the same time. Which are what? Which five? Tristan, JR, Corver, Kevin Love, LeBron. So just shooters and then have Tristan just That's bang it. in the paint and like, get rebounds? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Cause, How yeah. about Kevin Love clocking DeRozan in the, in the jaw? Man, I, was, I thought that was a flop. It was not clean clocked. They dude. said today it should have been a flagrant. Probably should have. I, but then absolutely. they also said they were like, "Oh, well, he was fouled before." Then I was like, "Oh, so if he is fouled before then, and then they call the foul there, then he doesn't clock him in the face." So the refs just kind of blew that hole. Yeah, I, it is true. He was only fouled before that. Then he traveled, but he it, traveled. Was, it was definitely an offensive foul. Chris Webber traveled as soon as you as soon as you come up top. Just oh. Five steps. Oh, Chris Webber. Chris Webber. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't like Chris Webber. I thought I was going to try to defend him as an announcer for a while. Dude, Eric's been on this train how, forever. How could you? He trash. Doris Burke doesn't get to call games, and Chris Webber oh gets a golden it's fucking ridiculous. red carpet out here. It's trash. And they're all, I mean, did you see the Doris Burke profile? They're the one that came day. out? No. Oh, it just basically there's a part in there like that, and people are like, oh, we got to have something new and exciting in the booth. Cool, we got Bill Walton. All right, let's get another let's another super new and exciting in the booth. And it's like, I don't know, take one of the women that are good at it. Take Doris Burke. Doris take Burke. any of the sideline reporters. Let them get a chance. You want to give Chris Webber, who only knows how to just go, oh, Marv, did you see that? <laughs> like, Who's come on. Doris Burke, really? Doris, Doris is the best. Yeah, I think she's the best. She's top. She knows basketball, yeah. man. It's crazy. Because she, she does color. She does yeah. color with who's her play-by-play partner? Uh, the guy. Sean. Is it is it McDonough? Yeah. Dan oh, Dan. Yeah. She is so good. Even when she has like Bill Walton on, she knows how to like oh, meander Bill, with no, him. Bill's the best. Sorry, Bill's the goat. And what I respect Bill's, about Bill's a national treasure. They're both. They're on the Mount Rushmore. They're so. They're so dope. What I love the most about Doris is she knows her personality and style so she doesn't get amped up that's what the other guy's for mm-hmm. so chris weber tries to play both right he tries to be like analytical then like justin's saying he just goes oh like crazy it's like man you can't do that because no one understands what you're saying man he made it this stupid point you can't get analytical because he's a dumb shit he's man. so stupid he's so dumb game two third quarter i think he just goes man and like dubs went up 10 or something he's like this is really when the pelicans are missing DeMarcus Cousins. It's like, are you serious, dude? Are you, are you, and he's like, fans should be thinking about next year, you know, what if we had DeMarcus? It's like, what are you talking about? And what thought entered your head so you say it now? It's just terrible. One of my favorite things is when they go to the coaches in the huddle, and sometimes you can just read into who the good coaches are and who aren't. Because I think they went to, who's the Pacers? McMillan? Nate McMillan. And McMillan is just like, all right, everyone, let's go hard. Let's get out and go hard and rebound. And I was just like, what the 
fuck are you talking about, man? Like, you're literally giving no instruction whatsoever. And then they went, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't Stevens. It was somebody else. Oh, it was Quinn Snyder. And he's just going, like, X's and X's and O's, like, talking specifically to what everyone needs to do on this next possession. And you're like, man, that is just, I love Quinn Snyder. Willie Wonka? Could they, just, could they beat the Rockets? Yes. They could do it. I like Quinn Snyder. Cause he, we need Rubio back. I, I like when he was that at. that he went out. I like when he was at Missouri. Um, he looks like crazy. He looks oh. like a guy who beats his wife. Dude, one of well, his eyes I don't is even bigger than the other. Another, another Shea Serrano tweet was, I just need Kristen Ledlow to ask Quinn Snyder where he hid the president's daughter when he kidnapped her. Because that's I what he looks like, I was right? Like, man, he looks like a coked out stockbroker who just lost like $100 million in Dude, he, he looks like, strung out. Sweating and like always his going hair. to the hair. And then hair. when he's yelling with his eyes... His piercing blue eyes. Whoa, you got a thing for <laughs> his piercing blue eyes. I like people that kid. His body is ready. I like people that kidnap other people. Ah, oh, that Utah Jazz. You know he doesn't have any alcohol in him. He's good to go. Uh, really quickly, did either of you guys read the Kawhi story? I have not read uh, it yet. I think it was Ramona by Zach Lowe. No, uh, no, Zach Lowe tweeted about and it. And Michael something. They just dealt into. Is it good? I think I read it. No, I definitely read it then. Yeah, it was pretty long form. Yeah, you would was, know. If yeah, you read it was long. It, it was long. <laughs> it just gives you an idea of. I don't know where do you where do you sit with that. Do you think he's gone? I think yeah. I See, think he's I, gone. Is it because of the bigger market? Is that what it is? Like a lot of it was about the bigger market. They do talk about kind of his handlers and like this uncle who like obviously has his best interests, but it's also like trying to get his own marketing company off the ground too. Ah. Uh. I don't know. Ooh, so it does go into – that's the one thing that I've always been interested in is that we haven't – well, that and we haven't heard much from Kawhi ever. And so to hear something about like his inner circle, I want to know who these people are that are telling him this kind of shit because Kawhi's always been like this. Kawhi does his thing, but has he always had this crew around him? So I'm interested to read that. Dude, somebody was saying that it, maybe it was just this recent contract with Nike and MJ, but it was paying him like 500000 a year. And then they were negotiating something that was going to be like four years, $80 million, but then it got pulled. And it's like, man, that's probably what he should get, maybe more. I don't know. At I least do, that. I just remember Derrick Rose's Adidas contract, which he's still getting paid for. Oh, Are you serious? No. Oh, yeah. That's sad. Dude, his Adidas contract was like $200 million or something What crazy. the fuck? That's the one where he cried, right? I think he went to the press conference and he just started crying. He's like, man. Just, no just believes in me, man. It. Yeah, yeah. I swear to God. I think because it was in Chicago, they brought him there, and he just started crying. It's like, um, yeah. Well, I don't know. I just want Kawhi. If he weren't to playing make up in San Popovich. Antonio, yeah. where would you want him to play? The Bulls, the, the Clippers. He wants a big market. Yeah, why would you ask him market? where he would want him question. to play? A big market. You want to sign with Jordan Brand? Big money. Go to Chicago. Now, are they the ones that? I mean, are they the ones that pulled the offer on him, or was it like UA? Was it? It wasn't Under Armour, or Adidas that pulled the offer. No, I think it was Jordan. Okay, but it's like I don't know. What does it take to get a Kawhi? Both our first round picks and all of our young talent. We what about what, what about a first round pick, Laurie, and two other guys? It doesn't even matter who they are because your team trash. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> you want Levine? Uh, Take Levine. Zach Levine's going to want a max contract, is, which is so laughable. And that was the problem with trading for him. It's like, oh, we're trading for a guy coming off an ACL injury who I think thinks he's better than he is and is coming up on a restricted contract. It's like, okay, well. But how much is. How about we trade for him and just let him walk? 
because he's not very good. Is Mwamba untradeable? Nawaba? Nawaba. Nawaba. That's who it is. Nawaba. I was thinking, I was like, there's a guy. Mamba Nawaba? Mamba Nawamba. He's off the table. Damn. That's not going to get the deal done. Nawaba's untradeable. A Seek? Uh, who's Omer? Cameron Payne? Untradeable. <laughs> oh God! Omer you would franchise. you would give you would pay somebody to take that trash, and they won't pay it. They would too, <laughs> and they would never pay. I it. saw something that Garpax, our front office, they're the long, they're the fifth most longest tenured front office, and it's they're trash. They are the most great, trash, great job. Dude. Great job. Here we are, 2018. Yeah, good job. No, you haven't won anything in 20 years. No, you guys are doing good. How did this devolve into oh shitting on the God. Bulls? Uh, you want to want Kawhi? All well, right. Of course we want Kawhi. That's all we got for the NBA, but I have one last five, ten-minute segment. Nice. We're going to run through the Kentucky Derby names, oh. and we're going to pick a winner based on the names. Listen. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Listen, oh, JD's ready. Sorry. He's not ready for Kentucky Derby. <laughs> oh. I am ready for the Kentucky Derby. Oh, my Lord. Okay, JD, lay it on me. Okay. Well, what are now, you looking at? What are you looking for? Well, first off, Gronk. Is not playing. Gronk, Gronk is Gronk ain't running. That horse is gone. Okay, so the three favorites are Justify, Mendelssohn, Magnum Moon, and Bolt Dioro are the four. Magnum so Moon. Mendelssohn won the Abu Dhabi race. And is that a big one leading into this it's one? It's a big overseas, but you know what? Everyone who's won that hasn't fared well in the Derby. Oh, these no, are the tips! No horse coming from overseas has ever won the Kentucky Derby. Okay. So that's, that, that's, that's a Kentucky fade. Air. Wow. Mendelssohn is a fade. Okay, fade Mendelssohn. five to one. Isn't he fade a composer, too? I'll fade him. Fade no. him everywhere. We don't like that music. What else we got? So Justify Bolt-Oro. is like the clear favorite, and I've he- heard that Justify is the best horse running. I mean, they're three to one. And the last four years, I think every winner has been, I think, four to one or less. Wow. It's been a run of favorites. In okay. The and maybe some of those that won, maybe there was a two to one ahead of it, but they were three to one, so it was still yeah, a very like low. One, Do you like know that. anything about Bolt-Doro? Bolt Dioro, the A to one guy. Bolt Dioro is not the one running from the three spot. No, it's uh, promises fulfilled. Or sorry, the two. Free drop Billy, I guess, is a very very good horse, but running from the one, two, or three post is the hardest. It's hard to win. Like free drop Billy, maybe we take him to place. Okay, that would be nice. Okay, a nice little thirty-one shot. Okay. Um, Ooh, we don't have who's sitting on Bolt Dioro. Named after Usain Bolt. You know oh, that? Nice. That's nice. nice. I like that. And didn't Bolt Dioro win some big championship last year? Ooh, I, I remember I Bear know. I remember Bear talking about it. Oh, Victor oh, Espinosa. Victor Espinosa. Oh, my main man. Victor, Victor Espinosa. Big pod. The pod oh, is big. Oh, big my. Victor Espinosa. Big vi- really? Dude. Oh, yeah. Victor's awesome. So outside of Bolt Dioro where Victor's riding, the favorites – have jockeys who have never really done well. Ooh, that's yeah. big. Oh, that's that's big. big. I think we like Bolt. We I think we like Bolt. Let's go Bolt. Yes. As the fave. Um, maybe maybe uh, box that up with Free Drop Billy. Ooh. Um, Hofberg, which I've seen at fifteen to one. What do you see? This is twenty to one, but this is twenty old. to one. See, now it's ten to one on Sportsbook. It's fifteen to one on Bovada. Ooh. Heard some good things on Hofburg. Uh Victor Espinosa won the Kentucky Derby in 2002, 2014, 2015. He won the Triple Crown in 2015. Espinosa knows how to ride. Espinosa knows how to ride. Belmar champ. Yep. He knows. He been here. Oh, he been here. Um, some long shots. Ooh, Forense Fire. We might have to bet that. Also, he's for Florence. Just for, uh, just you, know, for Flowtown, you know the dude. dope thing about Victor? He's SF. 
Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, he, hey, put my whole four hundred one k on this. Well, okay, no, okay. Excuse me, excuse me. He's from Mexico because he's Victor Espinosa. <laughs> oh, SF, sick. But his training, San Fernando, like, Mexico. He, he grew up at the race tracks. He like he raced at Golden Gate Track Field. Like that's where he got it. You guys. He's born and raised <laughs> Mexico at 16th in Valencia. Yeah, yeah. Born on Muni. <laughs> born on Muni. No, born on Bart. Dog. All right. What else you got? I love Boltadoro. All right. Let's let's ride with that. I know combatant. That's one of the 50 long to shots one. I've heard. What about my Ooh. boy? Is is, is sixty to one? Is running at the twenty spot all the way on the outside bad? It's not as bad as the first as the one thing, because you don't well because yeah. you don't get trapped in on you the on the rail underneath yeah uh, which I like that oh, I, like I listen to like one podcast and I'm just like yeah you know when the one two three posts yeah once it posts those guys just get pushed right against they started immediately back it's a hard race to make up you're running from the twenty spot oh you got a lot of space out there you gotta you gotta just you gotta whip them hard get back in that mix and ride Victor Espinosa to the finish line I love it now do we know who Calvin Burrell is running? I don't. All right, I'm gonna look that up real fast. Can jockeys like push? No, with, you with gotta stay arms? like etiquette or like what is it? What is, what is the etiquette? Is it like road? you mean like a jockey's arms to like go? Yeah, I mean like side? their arms aren't gonna reach. No, but I mean okay. So if we're riding and we're Hold all on. of a sudden, I want to make close, sure I'm like, getting this clear. Yeah. Can I go like elbow? Like into elbow of Justin, like if he's coming at me right now, it's like, whoa, man! man. Well, I don't think the you'll horse, get that close. The horses are so much wider than yeah. the jockeys that the horse is probably like this wide. So you'd have to really like lean. lean. You'd have to really. really lean over. Maybe take that little whipping stick, whip him in the face. You could probably do that. Road rash, bro. That's second <laughs> Genesis. What a game! What a game! Oh, what the motorcycle kick? Yo, get that chain. When you get the chain, oh, you're unstoppable, man. PE number one. A cop comes out and he's just like chain. Public enemy. Um. So where were we? We have a couple so drinks in our. I guess you're right. I, I keep forgetting <laughs> yeah. that jockeys are basically midgets. They're little tiny men. They're real. They're like midgets. So I I, I do. Looked, li- I looked at it for a jockey outfit for the uh, for the boat. It was like a hundred bucks. I couldn't do it. <laughs> that would be so <laughs> hilarious. Uh, and then people you'd be wearing, like capris. Popular <laughs> popular jockeys though. Kent Desormo. He runs in like a million of these things. Calvin Burrell's not running anymore. Uh, the other guy is John Velasquez. He's won a lot. And, he, and Javier Castellano. He's running Amazon's horse, Audible. And there's never a horse I wanted to fail more than Audible. What do you mean Amazon's horse? Bezos has backed it. Oh, hell no. That's why it's Audible. That's the the Amazon company. I get it. Bezos' sperm in there. Boom. Horses out here. Are all his federal taxes in that horse, too? Bald ass horse. He's like, oh, I don't need to pay these federal taxes. Let me buy a horse. Thanks, Bezos. Uh, So, and Mike Smith has won a few times. Oh, he's the one riding Justify. I'm. Mike Smith's a common name. I pulled that out of my ass. Yeah, I was like, man, that's the coach of the, yeah, the Falcons. The Falcons defensive coordinator. <laughs> Made uh, a super okay. quick joke about Bezos, which is really funny, Coachella. We're talking about how Beyonce and Jay-Z were the richest couple ever. And then we're like, ah, oh, that's not true, though. Because if Jeff Bezos took someone who had like a billion dollars in debt, they'd be the most... Still the most richest yeah, person? the most or richest couple ever. Yeah. In debt. Yeah, he's just so rich, dude. He just marries America and still the richest person. He's like, what do you want to do with all that money? He's like, I want to put it into space travel. It's like, man, fuck you, dude. Like, how about you How about you help people on Earth? Give me a billion, man. Pay some goddamn taxes. Shoot them off into space right pay now. Pay some federal pay for, taxes, pay Amazon. Pay to go to college. Dude, pay your workers. It's unbelievable. Go to space. Why? Is the labor cheaper out there? <laughs> all right. That's it. 
you got so we got Derby, we got Boltadoro. We're par- with a little parlay with Free Drop Billy. I mean, it's named after Usain Bolt. You can't go against that. Yeah. Oh, that's. Hey, well, we're riding if, Victor Espinosa, baby. Victor Espinosa. Let's what go. If win, what if they win? The jockey gets off. The horse like goes on its hind legs, does a Hussein Bolt thing, <laughs> and then the trainer does the Hussein Bolt thing too. And then they Sick. both they both dab. That's it. Yeah, they dab and yeah, they get out, out of there. All right, that's it for another episode of the Fired Up Podcast. We've got our favorite cocktail. I could go for an Irish coffee. I'm a little sleepy. Uh, so we've done our we've got our cocktail bracket is done. We're psyched about the NBA playoffs. We'll be back with more NBA playoffs. Tyler's fired up. Tyler's fired up about the Shark. Woo! Bang! 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 Bang. That's what he said. He goes, Zay, you see that? Bang! Who scored the goal? Doesn't matter yet. Okay. And then we got our uh, NBA playoffs, and then we got our Kentucky Derby choices. That's all we got. We'll be back next week, as always. Thanks for listening. Peace. Love Irish Conference.